Never have I ever met a person who didn't love music. You most likely don't need any evidence to believe that music affects your mental health. But for some added validation, we have tons of literature that highlights music's influence on our well-being, including improvements in emotional expression, emotional regulation, self-esteem, self-control, life satisfaction, concentration, and memory. On top of that, studies have shown that music has the ability to decrease mental fatigue, neurodegeneration, anxiety, and even depression. When it comes to mental health, accessibility continues to be a huge barrier. Everyone who could benefit from mental health resources, unfortunately, might not have the access. But many who don't may have access to music. Over 600 million people have the ability to stream music. And curating intentional playlists can serve as an accessible resource for mental wellness. Hi, I'm Dr. Shana. I'm a mental health counselor, educator, and advocate, and I'd like to wish you a warm welcome to the mental wellness practice. This is a place for you to learn about mental health, including key statistics, tips, and skills to help you cultivate mental well-being for yourself and for others. In this episode, I'll guide you through the process of creating a playlist to support your mental health. Check out the show notes for additional resources. And if you have questions, you can reach out at drshana.com or connect on Instagram at drshana. If you appreciate what you hear, follow, like, leave a comment, or share this episode with a loved one. Remember, this podcast is for informational purposes only. And if you're struggling with a mental health problem, please seek professional help. Thanks for learning and growing with me. Step one, define your mental wellness. Give yourself some time to think about what mental wellness looks like for you. Maybe you've already accessed it and maybe you're feeling pretty well right now. On the other hand, you might need to get a little creative and dream a bit. When you're trying to define your mental wellness, consider these three questions. What do you do when you're mentally well? Do you go for walks? Do you sign up for a triathlon? Do you host get togethers? Do you travel? Who are you with when you're mentally well? Even if you're introverted, think about who you're more likely to spend your time with when you're well. And finally, how do you feel when you're mentally well? Is it elated, happy, calm, energized? These three questions should help you get somewhat of an illustration of what mental wellness looks like and what it feels like for you. And we'll come back to these questions in a little bit. Step two, tune into your favorites. Make a list of the tunes that you love Maybe you already have an ultimate favorite song playlist. I know that for me, I have what I would list as my favorites. And then sometimes my annual wrapped comes out and I'm a bit shook. Um, so your favorites might be what you're listening to often, and there might be a difference between that. So for the purpose of this activity, I think it's helpful for you to just take a peek at both. I mentioned wrapped because 
Spotify is my tried and true platform. And that's also the platform that I'm delivering this podcast to you from. But I know other services do have similar options. So use that too if you have access. After making your list, listen to each song. Pay attention to what comes up as you listen. How does the song affect you? Is there a certain emotion that arises or a few? Does a memory come to mind? Are there any changes you notice in your body, like your heart rate, your breathing, or your energy level? Step three, sift through your tracks. When listening to your favorites, you're likely to experience a range of emotions. While some songs may elicit positive sentiments, you may also notice that other songs may have a negative influence on your mental well-being. In a series of experiments exploring the effect of aggressive music in over 500 college students, researchers found that those who listened to violent music tended to have more aggressive thoughts and feelings. One of my absolute favorite songs is Alanis Morissette, Uninvited. But the rage that it elicits, even if I seem to be perfectly fine prior, oof, the wrath. So you know those songs. It's the type that like when you're suddenly listening, it transports you to another place and it's not the best place. Or if you're driving, you kind of catch yourself. You're like, whoa, oof, let me come back here. Center, slow down, pay attention to where I'm going. So you know what I'm talking about. As much as I recognize that I love that song, for example, I've listened to it for decades and it's still, yeah, love it. It's probably not the best fit for my mental health playlist. A mental health playlist is not merely a copy of your favorite songs. There may be songs that you enjoy, but don't serve as helpful for your mental wellness and shouldn't be included on your playlist yet. A song that matches your emotional state can be really validating. It can help to put like words or not even words. It's just the vibe of the sentiment, right? Like, oh, this is exactly how I feel. Sometimes you will be able to access words and that can be helpful. This lyric describes exactly what I'm feeling and I couldn't have possibly found the words without it. So keep those tracks aside for exploration and maybe even pop those into your next therapy session instead. Remember, earlier in step one, question three, we explored the emotions that you experience when you're mentally well. So play a little matching game. As you listen, make note of the songs that may fit into those feelings and pull those over to your playlist. Step four, separate your tracks. Especially if you're making your first mental health playlist, you may be happy with just one. And that's just fine. Uh, it can get a little long over time, but I don't really see a problem in that. Nevertheless, in practice, I've found it to be a tad more helpful if you don't limit yourself to just one. We were just talking about the emotions you might feel when you're mentally well, and those feelings could be pretty distinct, right? my calming and grounding playlist might be different from my happiest can be playlist. Another way to divide up your tracks is by task. I mentioned my calming playlist and that's often used between sessions, counseling sessions, by the way, in case 
anyone was confused what kind of sessions, um, especially if I'm overwhelmed. But that's really different from what I might listen to right before recording this podcast or driving in a Trader Joe's or going to the gym. Step five, source your wellness. Earlier in step one, question two, you explored who you may be spending your time with when you're well. You may know some of their favorites and you might want to include those to remind you of them. Also, there may be certain songs that when you listen to, it kind of transports you back to a time or a sweet memory that you may have shared. My favorite band is Coldplay and my husband's is the Chili Peppers. I walked down the aisle to clocks and we left together to Can't Stop. And when I hear these songs, they give me the chills, first of all, because I am an entirely sensitive human being. And in addition to that, I am immediately plopped right into our wedding day. So those will almost always be on my mental health playlists. Step six, expand your selection. When we think playlist, I think we immediately think about music, but a helpful mental health playlist does not need to be limited to just music. Consider exploring other sounds like nature, binaural beats, singing bowls that may have a positive influence on your state of being. For example, research has shown that listening to sounds from nature can help you calm your fight or flight response. So if you intend to create a calming playlist to help you intervene in moments of panic, perhaps you may want to consider finding natural sounds that help with grounding. Binaural beats can also help with focus, regulating blood pressure and stress management. There are also lots of great podcasts that you can pull an episode or two over if it matches. Maybe it's comedy, maybe it's something to learn about, or maybe it's an episode about mental health. Step seven, listen and learn. All of our steps so far should guide you swiftly to a mental health playlist or a few. Now it's time to use them. Pay attention to what works for you and refine that over time. For example, I always make a mental health playlist for flights and I have one coming up in a few days. I was going to say weeks. That's not true. It's days. <laughs> and while I have one that's handy, I'll definitely be refining that in a few days. Some people like to save their mental health playlist for a time that they're struggling. And I think there's utility to kind of matching and time placement, but you don't need to wait until there's a challenge to listen to your masterpiece. Today you tuned in because you were curious about how to make a mental health playlist. And I hope that you're feeling ready and eager to make one. Thank you so much for spending the time to take care of you because when you do other people around you feel the benefit too. I'm so grateful to you for playing your part. I really hope that you found this episode helpful. And if so, don't forget to follow, like, leave a comment or share this episode with a loved one. To connect, you're welcome to reach out at drshana.com or follow me at drshana. You can also check out the show notes for additional resources. And remember, this podcast is for informational purposes only. So if you're struggling with a mental health problem, please seek professional help.